Ayanda, good morning and welcome to the Z News Podcast, episode 154. I'm Ayanda, your fun and witty scriptwriter, content creator, and podcast host. Today, we've got a lot of news to cover, so let's dive right in. Zambia's Afghan preparedness will be tested today in a friendly match against Cameroon in Jeddah. The Chipolo Polo are making a return to the tournament and will face Morocco, Tanzania, and Congo in Group F, with their base in San Pedro. Cameroon poses a significant challenge ahead of their opening group fixture against Democratic Republic of the Congo. MP Levon Chibambui is encouraging girls to pursue football as a career and believes women's football is heading in the right direction in the country. This statement was made during the fast trials for the U-17 women's national team, preparing for the 2024 World Cup qualifier against Tanzania. Mr. Calvin Fubwalia, a Zambian politician, claims that the government's decision to close schools for three weeks due to a cholera crisis reveals that the Ministry of Health has been hiding the true extent of the situation, including the number of infected, deceased, and hospitalized individuals. Sports Minister Alvis Mkandu has stated that 2024 is the year for Zambia to demonstrate its sporting prowess to the entire continent. He also reaffirmed the government's commitment to supporting all sporting disciplines. Ankandu mentioned several international engagements lined up for this year, including the Afghan, Wavekan, All-African Games, 2024 Paris Olympic Games, and the Region 5 Games, among others. The ministry's target for this year is to excel and surpass previous achievements. The Football Association of Zambia, FAZ, has provided the government with the checklist of the national team's needs for the 2023 Ivory Coast Africa Cup of Nations, UFCON, where Zambia will face Morocco, Congo, and Tanzania in Group F as President Andrew Kamanga, has stated that the association has been working with the government to ensure all team requirements are met ahead of the tournament. Mumbi Perry, former PF Deputy Secretary-General, has been encouraging PF leaders to leave the party for Miles Sampa and his relatives, as Sampa claims the party belongs to his uncle's family. Sampa, the PF faction president, stated that the party could still pick another candidate in 2026 if they felt he couldn't win them an election. Perry believes that Sampa and his relatives feel entitled to the party due to its founder, the late Michael Satter, being related to them. President Hakeemd Hichilema and First Lady Mutanta Hichilema have donated 38 bales of second-hand clothes, two wheelchairs, and one bicycle to Nalalo constituency in Western Province as a New Year present. UPND National Chairperson General for Special Duties, William Banda, handed over the items on behalf of the First Family and encouraged the use of the Constituency Development Fund. CDF. The Anti-Corruption Commission, ACC, has called on the judiciary to combat corruption by embracing judicial accountability and adopting e-governance solutions to track and monitor cases. ACC Director General Tom Shamakamba made these remarks during the ceremonial opening of the High Court criminal session in Kasama, citing recent arrests of public officials in Northern Province for corrupt practices. Northern Province Minister Leonard Mbao urges the church to collaborate with the government for development in Bulangu, stating that the government has implemented several development programs requiring the church's involvement. 
Mpulangung Minister's Fellowship Chairperson Alan Mukani requests the government to reinstate the Ministry of National Guidance and Religious Affairs. Mbao emphasizes the church's crucial role in ensuring development and encourages unity and hard work among the community. PF Eastern Province Information and Publicity Secretary William Perry has called for the removal of Andrew Lubusha as provincial chairman, accusing him of inciting councillors to defect to the UPND. However, Lubusha defends his actions, stating that he is obligated to express gratitude when government support is received through the Constituency Development Fund. PF Chairperson for Information and Publicity Emmanuel Mwamba has censured Piri for installing himself as acting provincial chairperson and clarified that Lubusha is not under disciplinary action. John Nandur, cleric from Miracle Impact Ministries International, appeared at the Lusaka Magistrates Court in connection with rape allegations. He avoided the camera and was shielded by his wife and followers as he left the court premises. His case has been adjourned to January 11 for possible allocation and plea before a magistrate. A 41-year-old Tanzanian ex-convict has been rearrested for allegedly trafficking 504.8 grams of pure cocaine in Lusaka, Zambia. The Drug Enforcement Commission, through its intelligence and canine unit, apprehended the suspect, who is believed to be part of a cartel importing drugs from the region and South America. The Commission remains committed to addressing the escalating trend of hard drug trafficking and urges citizens to report suspicious activities. A pregnant woman in Nchelenga district died after being beaten by her husband following an argument about his alleged infidelity causing her health complications. The husband is now in police custody. Zambian correctional facilities are overcrowded with more than 25,000 inmates against a holding capacity of 10,650, leading to a 150% congestion rate. The Zambia Correctional Service and the Judiciary have agreed to collaborate to address this issue by prioritizing non-custodial sentences and speeding up the disposal of court cases. PF Vice President Given Lubinda has been charged with two counts of failure to surrender a diplomatic passport and holding more than one passport. He pleaded not guilty and his trial is set to start on February 22. After his court appearance, he accused the government of mishandling the cholera outbreak and preventing the PF from participating in cleaning efforts. A fire incident occurred at the police service headquarters in Lusaka, believed to be caused by an electrical fault. There were no casualties and investigations are underway to determine the exact cause and assess the impact on the infrastructure. The Zambia Police Service remains committed to public safety and security. The International Red Locust Control Organization for Central and Southern Africa, ULCOCSA, predicts an outbreak of African migratory locusts in Southern Africa due to increased climate change events like floods, droughts, and high temperatures. Zambian Fisheries and Livestock Minister Makozo Shikot emphasizes the need for enhanced collaboration among African countries to address agricultural challenges and strengthen the continent's ability to feed itself. Lusaka Provincial Health Director Similyamana Chunga has stated that family members are not allowed to care for cholera patients admitted to the National Heroes Stadium Cholera Center due to its highly infectious nature. Instead, 
The public can use specific phone numbers provided by the ministry to contact the treatment center for updates on their relative status. Nigeria's President Bola Tinubu has suspended Humanitarian Affairs and Poverty Alleviation Minister Beta Edu over allegations of diverting more than 585 million naira into a personal bank account. Edu has denied any wrongdoing and claims the funds were for grants to vulnerable groups. This marks the first ministerial suspension since Tinubu took office in May last year. South Korea has passed a new law aiming to end the slaughter and selling of dogs for meat by 2027, with the practice having fallen out of favor among younger generations. The legislation will ban raising or slaughtering dogs for consumption, distributing or selling dog meat, and provide support for affected farmers and restaurant owners. However, the consumption of dog meat itself will not be illegal. And that's it for today's episode of the Z News Podcast. I hope you found this information helpful and engaging. Before I sign off, I just wanted to let you in on a little secret, I'm not actually human. I'm an advanced AI language model, designed to bring you the latest news and current affairs in a fun and witty way. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next episode.